Welcome back. I'm Graham Richardson in for Evan. Hope you're having a good day. We're talking about the Friday incident. Christopher Freeland cornered in a in a uh, Grand Prairie elevator by a very angry man threatening her, telling her to get out of the province. Here's what the prime minister had to say about it yesterday. And this kind of cowardly behavior threatens and undermines our democracy and our values of openness and respect upon which Canada was built. As leaders, we need to call this out and take a united stance against it. Many people online pointing out that when he talks about respect for others who people disagree with, he doesn't have standing because they call him the divider-in-chief. Brian Lilly's column in the Sun Papers today addresses that directly. Uh, Lots of people feel Trudeau is partly to blame for this kind of tone that's out there, particularly in places where liberals are not popular. Here again is the mayor of Calgary who read out her tweets. Here's her reaction to what happened to Christian Freeland. You don't treat people like that. You just don't treat anybody like that. You can have an opinion. Do not corner and tower over someone and threaten them in that manner. I don't know how many more ways to say that. I don't know how many more times we need to say that. Lisa Raitt has been in the thick of it um, uh, as a cabinet minister in the Harper government, also outspoken about uh, women in politics and how um, things have, uh, I would say, intensified over the last few years. I don't know if Ms. Raitt would agree with me, but uh, she joins me now. Thanks for coming on. Hey, Graham. Thanks. No problem. What do you what did you make of this? Um, and, and I know you've seen a lot of the reaction here and, mm-hmm. and the, the narrative that uh, that that this is just about, you know, I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know how anybody can look at that and say that that's part of politics or is it part of politics now? What's your take? You know, what's really messed up about this whole thing. This isn't videotape of a sympathetic bystander to the Liberal Party of Canada or Christia Freeland. It's not a member of her staff who took the video and posted it. It's the perpetrator who did it. Mm. And and full of pride. Look what I did. And I think that's the part that really catches my attention. It is the assumption that the behavior that he that he utilized deliberately to stalk and intimidate her is so acceptable it's going to be valued and praised within social media. That is the part I can't get my head around. That's the part that we should be talking about. I mean, thank you, Prime Minister, for your thoughts on it. I appreciate it, but it's not about him. This right. isn't about him. So, like, let's, let's, let's not talk about him. Let's talk about the fact that she was pinned into an elevator with female staff, uh, and g- good for them for their composure, by the way. Amazing. I'm sure they were shaking afterwards, or they probably laughed about it and then it sunk in later when their parents called and said, you know, are you okay? Right. Um, but they posted it. This group posted it. And that's how we found out about it. So, yeah, we've got a problem. We've got a problem because this is not acceptable. And now we're all debating whether or not it's acceptable and who's really to blame. Don't care. This is really wrong. Well, this is it. This is this is where, you know, okay, then, you know, you see the social media uh, camps divide again and, and basically yeah. say this is all about that or this is all about the and 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 it's it's devaluing the 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 absolutely offensive and arguably criminal behavior where like like you know uh, I'm not a cop but when you're that size and you're backing people in and you're saying those kinds of things um, you know I, I I won't go there but I, I mean that is not by any stretch a normal thing in our political discourse. It has become normal in other parts of uh, the world, I think, as people get more and more divided. And but but 
or, or, or is it? Do you think that we're seeing more of this? Why are we seeing more of this from your perspective? So confrontation happens in, in, in all over the years, right? So I've yes. been confronted in my political life. Lots of other people have been confronted in their political life. Sometimes it gets a little bit scary, uh, but not to the point where people are searching you out, videotaping it with the intention of putting it up in order to, I don't know, be, be given attaboys and maybe getting more people to do exactly the same kind of thing. That's the big difference. That's, that's how we have progressed. And for me, the danger is copycat, having more people think, oh, I'm going to get more likes or I'm going to the cause, right? I'm going to do this for the cause. And it, and it comes both ways. Years ago, if you recall, Gail Shea got pied when she was making, uh, Gail Shea was a cabinet minister with me from Prince Edward Island. Again, diminutive woman, like 4'11", if she's lucky. And she got pied at an event where she was making an announcement. And, she, you know, she kind of shrugged it off. But then you think, okay, um, that's pretty bad, too. You that's get a, that's a physical assault. That's yeah, a physical you get assault. close enough, and yeah. it was a pie, but people kind of laughed it off, and, and uh, you know, it's just, it has happened in the past, it's happening now, but the intent around it is a little bit more scary for me now. It's the, it's the getting in your face and filming your reactions so that you can put it on TikTok. That's Am- what worries me. Amplification of social media. Bingo. Do you, it, yeah. do you accept the notion that has been out there, well, since Friday and for many, many months now, that that it is uh, more dangerous and different for high-profile prof- women politicians? Um, I think politicians in general. I think women in general, not just politicians, but any woman with a strong opinion that communicates it in an open kind of way. Fair game. I, I think about the the female racialized journalists who are who are being attacked, you know, since beginning of August. Mm-hmm. Um so, yeah, I think that it's becoming more and more accepted. Let me put it this way. I think it's always happened, Graham, but now they they want to get out the fact that they're doing it, they being the perpetrators. Mm. Like, they're proud of it. Like, society has to rise up and say, whoa, hang on a second. Like, you know, this isn't cool, guys. And, and you know, don't put this stuff up and don't do this. Like, there has to be ramifications. And what, what about... Um what about the reaction to it? Uh, look, it's it's too simple to say, you know, and I, I get fatigued with, you know, Polyev didn't condemn it quickly enough, and it was mostly liberals condemning it. I I don't I don't I don't accept that. I think I think a lot of people uh, condemned it. Why do you think though? Um, I'm trying to be careful here because uh, why do you think it is arguably, and maybe I'm wrong, more difficult for is it more difficult for conservatives to call this behavior out? I saw James Moore. I know you've been out. I've saw. I've seen other people. But it feels like there is more vigorous condemnation from other parties. Or do you not accept that premise from me? Yeah. The whole tallying of who said what yeah. quickly enough, that's politicizing the issue. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. You know, and, and I hear what you're saying. I do. I do. I hear what you're saying, and I'm not condemning it. But if that's the first thing you leap to is to determine how quickly someone responds or if yeah. they have a similar story, yeah. then we're, we're doing the same kind of crap yeah, that's that true. other people are. That's and true. what it does is it feeds into, if you attack another person because they're not doing what you expect them to do in this behavior, then you're just giving fire to the, to the quote-unquote uh, bad guys who are perpetrating the, the violence and egging them on. And, and that's the issue. It's become a, this has become a politicized 
matter. And it's unfortunate. So Pierre comes out and he talks about the fact that his wife is receiving threats and needs security. Peter McKay had the same thing happen to his family when he ran for leader. Um, And that's, you know, that's conservative, (laughs) conservative on conservative crime kind of thing. You know, it's... um, Well, and I guess my point being, my question about it is, and I hear you on that and I accept what you're saying. I think the liberals are bigger targets, particularly in that part of the country where the support is so overwhelmingly with the conservatives and so overwhelmingly against liberals that we see it more maybe there and in rural rural parts where they are targeted. Some people out there say we cover it more because it's a sympathetic mm. slant. I don't accept that. When the deputy prime minister is cornered like that, it's news. There's nothing you can do about that except cover it. 100%. And people out here, I'm, I'm sitting right now in Cape Breton, Graham, and you know, people noticed it and talked about it. And they went to the human side of it. They never once said, oh, that's a big conservative guy, no. a poly of supporter going and going after this this cabinet minister is, my God, look at that guy. What a moron. You know, that, why would he do something like that? And, and why was the woman with him taping it? And why are they behaving like that? They're ascribing it to individuals as opposed to pumping it up to this must be a conservative problem or this must be a polyev problem. And that's where we get into dangerous territory because then you're using the situation to ascribe motive. Lisa Raid, always great to talk to you. Thank you for this. Thanks, Graham. Take All care. Right. Have a good day. You too. Bye.